The Controversial Black Girl Podcast is a weekly podcast where we share our unfiltered opinions about mental health, politics, and other issues that affect our community, as well as promote positive images of Black women. Good evening, and thank you for tuning in to the Controversial Black Girl Podcast, Episode 4. Tonight, I am joined by the wonderful Sei. Sei, how we doing? I am doing well, Tisha. How are you? I'm good. How has your weekend been? <sighs> it's good, but then, you know, there's a lot going on in, you know, with our community, and so... It's hard to, you know, enjoy stuff when our brothers and sisters are being murdered. So, you know. Yeah. Very, very heavy. So let's go ahead and let's get on into our first segment here. So here in Atlanta, we have yet another senseless killing of an unarmed black male by the name of Rashard Brooks. Rashard Brooks was 27 years old and he was killed at a Wendy's in Atlanta. So far, what we know about Rashard is that he was the father of three girls and one boy. I believe the boy was his stepson. But either way, that's still his, still his son. Yeah. Um, so Richard was killed by an officer by the name of Garrett Rolfe, whom had been with the Atlanta Police Department since 2013. And per Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, Rolfe was fired, and there was another officer who was involved in the police call by the name of Devin Bronson. Devin Bronson was placed on administrative leave as a result of his role in the police call. Police Chief Erica Shields resigned from her position. It's rumored that she still may be with the Atlanta Police Department, but has just resigned. And um, I definitely could understand why she would resign from her position. A lot of stress with what's you know going on in the world right now and definitely what's going on with Atlanta. So I'm not really sure if she's just resigned from um, from the force altogether or just resigned from her position. Uh, and it appears that someone has set the Atlanta Wendy's where Mr. Brooks was murdered on fire. It's rumored to be Antifa it's rumored, or it's rumored to be protesters. Um, not really sure on that one as well. As I said before, um, in the words of Dave Chappelle, rat-a-tat-tat-tat, this is the wrath of God. You can't keep poking the bear so to speak, and expect for nothing to happen. We are tired. We've had enough. And the really fucked up part about this whole situation is it was senseless. And more than likely what will happen in this situation is that police officer Garrett Rolfe will end up just working for another police department. Right. I feel like they need to lose their gun license and their pension. And I don't feel like they should be hired at any other police station um, because it it was not necessary for them to kill them kill that man you know yeah, it was senseless completely senseless right rules of engagement okay it says you may use deadly force only as a last resort and I believe that wasn't their last resort first of all he was running away okay they could have tased him you know in the back boom or whatever let him walk home to his sister's house or something, but and the, and you know what pisses me off, Tisha? There are some black people <laughs> justifying it. And when you watch videos and see um, 
other or white people not complying with the police officers and how they're struggling to get them to comply. And I saw a video where a guy named Jerry stole, he beat the police officers and stole the car and he's still alive to this day. So I just, I don't understand it. And I don't believe that fire getting fired is enough. That's not, it's not, especially when they just go and, and end up working for another police department. And I did see that there was another story. Um, I, I believe that the guy was of Hispanic descent um, in Smyrna, Georgia. He somehow, I guess he was in the process of being arrested or being detained. And he got into a little tussle with the police officer. And he ended up taking the police officer's taser. And the result is he just ended up in jail. The guy is still alive to talk about it. So that's the biggest thing is that he's still alive to talk about it. For some reason, there is this this dark black skin here is a threat. And yeah. we they automatically feel as if their lives are in danger. Like you're saying, it's supposed to be a last resort. Well, I feel like the last resort, it starts immediately when you see that dark skin. So... Um, This story is really starting to unfold. As soon as we get more information, then we'll update you guys um, on what's going on as far as for the status of this case. But I know that people are really pissed off right now. And and, and so they should be. We all are pissed off and we want answers and we want action. I'm sick of, okay, you fired them, but they're at home with their family and we want more. They need to be arrested. That's what needs to happen. Definitely. Definitely prayers for, you know, for justice for this family. Oh. So um, I want to go ahead into and get into our what the hell segment. So first, let me say that I cannot emphasize enough. I understand that it's summertime. It's hot. And some of us have cabin fever from being quarantined in our house for these past few months. But please, 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 please be safe. Continue to wash and sanitize your hand, wear your mask when you're out in public when you can. I am totally aware that we are in Georgia and it gets hot as hell down here. So when you throw the element of a mask with the mix, it's very uncomfortable. And also make sure that if in the event that you feel that you're sick, you stay home, you monitor your temperature. Um, Republican Ohio Senator Steve Huffman gave us his view on how race affects the coronavirus pandemic. He believes that hygiene plays a major part as to why more black people have been impacted by the coronavirus. He stated, and I quote, could it be that maybe black people or other colored Americans don't wash their hands as well? He also went on to say that black people do not wear masks, nor do they social distance. So first off, let me say that Black mamas don't play about keeping your hands clean before you enter into the kitchen or or making sure that the house is clean before you do anything. And in regards to the mask and social distancing, let me remind you the reasons as to why some black people may not adhere to the warnings from the government. Let's just let me just give you just a few examples. Syphilis, crack in the 80s, the Tuskegee experiment, the housing project. I could go on and on. We were brought to this country based on a lie. So no, the government does not have a good track record when it comes to black people. Senator Huffman's comments were ignorant. They were distasteful. And he really needs to educate himself, period. This is why we need people like Killer Mike and David Banner to run for office. 
I agree. And, and <laughs> I mean, that goes to show you how intelligent he really is. Um, there are homeless people out there not washing their hands and a lot of them don't have coronavirus. And listen, I've been to the bathrooms in church and I've seen a lot of women come out that stall and not wash their hands. And I'm not going to say what race it was, but it wasn't black people. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, don't generalize everyone saying that black people that we don't wash our hands you it, it that's just not the case okay and i don't know i'm done with talking <laughs> about man because it's making me mad but, but it really shows you like some people like really think that like let alone, we're not human so that's not, yeah. you know what i'm saying so if it's like we're, if we're not human of course they they think we're animals we're not washing our hands yeah it dehumanizes us that's what they do right and, why they don't see anything wrong with us being shot and murdered and we don't wash our hands and we don't bathe which we know that's a lie but um so mm -mm. (laughs) i'm just i'm done yeah it's a big no he's canceled so (laughs) we informed you all in our last episode about a black man in california named robert fuller who was lynched from a tree and per police reports it was thought to be an attempted suicide Mm. yeah Mm. And a few weeks prior to that, another black man by the name of Malcolm Harsh was found hanging from a tree. And according to police, no foul play. What the hell is going on in California? This sounds like complete BS. And black men are not just walking around hanging themselves. Do you know how physically like hard it would have to be to hang yourself from a tree? I need everyone to make these stories go viral so that we can get these families justice because unfortunately, that is what it takes to get some of these cases resolved. Something is just not adding up. It's not making sense. In California, which is supposed to be, you know, when you think of California, you think about California um, as being one of the most diverse places in the world. So this is one of the last, I mean, I get down here in the South because of our history you know, as to why you would hear or you would think that something like this would happen, you know, down here. But in California, this is crazy. Like, something, something is going on. Something's not adding up. And so I read that, first of all, he's six foot and three inches long, and but his body wasn't dangling from the tree. And how can you hang yourself with an ox cord? Um, I just don't understand. This is Malcolm now. I don't understand how that's possible that he or Robert hung that, you know, I don't understand how that's possible. Um, And like you said, I'm not saying that suicide doesn't exist, but in our culture, I just, I just don't see like (laughs) a brother. I don't see anyone hanging themselves from a tree. That's not even possible. Like I'm literally over here trying to figure this shit out. It's not possible. Without yeah. anyone seeing him do it, you know what I mean? Or just even just from how you would do it, depending upon how these trees yeah, are in how, California. How so. you, where was the chair? I, I don't even know. And his family, his family is from Ohio. Malcolm's family is from Ohio. So they weren't able to physically go to the location where he was found dead. So I guess whoever he knew around that area, they're the ones that went there. And it took 12 days before an autopsy was performed. 12 days. Yeah. 
So they need So yes, if it once again share these stories, remember these names, Robert Fuller and Malcolm Harsh, make these stories viral because that seems to be the only way that we get attention is if we make stories viral. So go yes, ahead and make these stories this- viral so that we can go ahead and get these family some justice, okay? Yes, we uh, do. We will- <clears throat> Excuse me. So controversial girl, Carrie Washington made headlines this week by explaining that when discussing black history to our children, we should not start with slavery. And I, I, I agree with that. But I agree. Washington, she went on to say that um, we should change the narrative when it comes to slavery and suggested that we teach our children about the Maasai warriors and then uh, Queen Nefertiti or the Royal Kingdom of Ghana. I couldn't agree more. I'm so here for this. I think that our children need to know that they're beautiful and that they come from a bloodline of royalty and that our some of our ancestors were kidnapped and forced to be slaves in America. Not just kind of start with, you know, the story of we started as slaves because they kidnapped, you know, kings and queens. They didn't kidnap slaves from Africa. Right. And and we didn't start with Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. So because that's all they teach us when when they talk about, you know, the people that are like royalty to us as black people, they only mention Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and they were activists and we have we come from royalty. So yes, I agree. I agree a hundred percent with Kerry Washington and I will definitely be teaching my kids, you know, more, especially my background from being from West Africa, like our, our, any black person, our story does not begin with slavery. So amen. I agree. Amen. So controversial guy LeBron James also made headlines this week for announcing that he will be fighting voter suppression. And on that note, I just want to remind everyone to vote. I know there's a lot going on in the world. Things are crazy, but please, please, please do not forget to vote. This next election will be very interesting because essentially we just have to kind of vote for the lesser of the two evils. We already know how Trump gets down. And as far as for Biden, I'm just going to be completely transparent with y'all. I do not like how I feel about Biden in my spirit. He comes across to me as being very arrogant and entitled, as if we owe him the black vote. Yes. And, you know, just to keep it all the way real, he did not do anything for black people when he was in the White House the first time. So I just kind of feel like we're kind of screwed either way. So once again, it's just about picking the lesser of the two evils. This upcoming election will also be very unique in the sense of this may be one of the only elections where citizens will vote based on the person and not necessarily party lines. I agree. I do not fuck with Biden. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and I don't understand why he's even an option because he was the one that um, he had a major role in the 1994 crime bill that put tons and tons of African-American, young African-American boys in jail for years so I don't understand why you guys picked him I say you guys because I didn't pick him over <laughs> over Bernie you know? I, I will never understand that but like Tisha said is between him and Trump so I mean we got to do what we have to do and before you vote understand that you have to register to vote first so please make sure you register 
you can go on our Facebook page and and see, you know, where to go. I think it's vote.org, but you can just go on our Facebook page. And please make sure you register to vote. For sure, yes. You can't complain if you don't vote. Exactly. You can't protest if you don't vote because that don't mean... Right, right. So on a lighter note, GPB, and so for those that don't live in Georgia, um, I know we have listeners that are like all over the country. Um, So shout out to everybody that has been listening and rocking with us from all over the country outside of Georgia. We definitely appreciate you. We do. But GPB stands for Georgia Public Broadcasting. And they always have pretty cool documentaries um, they had one about the Atlanta child murders. There was also another one about like black farmers. And most recently, they released a documentary titled Push Out the Criminalization of Black Girls in School. And this documentary, it touches on girls of color and their experience from a young age and how it affects black women into adulthood. And, you know, for me, this kind of Um, resonated with me just due to the fact I just remember growing up in predominantly white schools and I remember my third grade teacher her name was Mistake and she's kind of the person that kind of lit the fire in my belly when it comes to uh, to, in regards to writing Uh, she told my mom that I was a gifted writer and then you fast forward to eighth grade um, I was at a different school and I had a teacher named Susan Daniel excuse me Susan Daniels who gave us a writing assignment about slavery. And I wrote my story from the point of view as if I was a slave, and she accused me of plagiarism. She had the school check out every book that I had ever checked out from the library to see if I got my story from one of those books, which was a joke because back then I really hated reading, and I never went to the library anyway, so the joke was on her. She also had the school request a report of TV shows that I'd watch just to make sure that I didn't get my storyline from a TV show. And if it weren't for the values that my parents instilled in me, you know, I could have been the next Candace Owens or the next Doja Cat. So, you know, make sure that you check out the documentary. Um, Once again, it's called The Criminalization of Black Girls in School. I have posted the link onto our Facebook page. Uh, just in case anybody wants to take a look at it. But um, very, very interesting documentary. And speaking of Doja Cat, if you don't know her, she is a singer rapper who has a hit song called Say So with Nicki Minaj. Um, Doja was under fire over her alleged obsession with white supremacists. <laughs> Lord Jesus. They are alleged videos of her making racist remarks in chat rooms while using racial slurs. Some are also saying she allegedly talked about not wanting, she's she's biracial, and so she talked about not wanting to be associated with her black roots. I mean, obviously, because she's in chat rooms with white supremacists. Um, so she has a song called Didn't Do Nothing. Have you heard that one, Tisha? Didn't Do Nothing. How, how I go? I don't, but I'm really, really bummed because she had the um song, you know, the Juicy Juicy song? No. Girl, that was my jam on my cardio list. <laughs> So I was really like, I really felt some type of way because I was like, now I got to delete this bitch off my, um, my cardio list <laughs> but she, because, she has, because, you know, she don't fuck with us. So she has a song. Song, song was dope though. I mean, 
I, you know, it looked like she's trying to she's trying to make amends yeah. with us now. Yeah. You know, it's it's that whole thing about that that dollar being affected somehow. When your dollar, when your pockets yeah. are affected, you find the strength and you find it in your heart to start apologizing right. whenever your dollars are affected. So, so apparently, she has a, a song called "Didn't Do Nothing," and that song is a slur white people made, or that name "Didn't Do Nothing." is a slang white people use to belittle the deaths of African-Americans who died from police brutality. So, and she's she was also heard in a chat room asking these white supremacists to call her a nigger, like a hard N-word. Um, what? Yeah. That fuck? Yeah. And she, well, <laughs> she, so she didn't grow up with her dad. She is biracial, but her dad is from South Africa. And so she never met her dad. So my thing is, we have to be careful. <laughs> I don't want to say we have to be careful who we sleep with, first of all. But when we go outside of our race, we have to make sure that we are with someone that respects us, our culture. If you're with a black man, make sure that or if you're a, a black man with a white woman, make sure she, she respects black women. You know what I mean? Because your mother is a black woman. Vice versa, Great. if you're a black woman and you're with a white man, you know what I mean? Do not allow them to disrespect who you are because that's what they're doing. And so whatever Doja Cat mother has instilled in her and embedded in her, is this is what, this is the effect from it. She hates who she is. And she, uh, but anyways. So yeah, you just have to be careful. But Doja, you know, she sent out an apology. You know, she said she's sorry. She didn't. I I think she denied half of it. Right? Am I right? She did. I saw that she. I did say that. I read that. Um, she that she did deny it. Um, I also like. I even. I try to make sure that I'm not being like judgmental. So I watched like a ton of like her like Instagram lives and a ton of like her YouTube videos. Yeah. And sis is just super duper weird just in general like I mean there was a video when she was sitting there she was making like mooing noises and then there was another video where she was very it was very obvious it was very apparent where she kept like sniffling like her nose and so then there was a rumor of maybe she's on she's on drugs and so then she came back and she was just like no I'm not on anything y'all are crazy and nobody can and she wanted to rant saying that nobody cares about her so uh, overall it just seems like that there's obviously there's something that going that's going on she needs help whether it be to be rehabilitated and she needs some mental health yeah. so we, we always advocate for people getting the help that they need um once again we will always direct people to get the help that they need you can always dm us for resources if you have an issue but yes what I'm hoping is that right now from the music side, sis is canceled, but from the mental health side, I, I hope that she, you know, that she gets what she needs, but um, and even Doja Cat is going to yeah. be a no for me. Yeah. No, ma'am. Yeah. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to move into our one thing that I like about being black segment. So one thing that I like about being black is the fullness of my lips. Growing up in predominantly white schools, I felt out of place. But when I went to Jamaica, hey. baby, I was reminded how beautiful I was. Like, constantly reminded. Like, Jamaica, I felt so much love in Jamaica. And one day, I eventually, I want to um, go to Africa. And 
I want to see how that experience would be in comparison to the Jamaican trip. But I just learned to embrace that. And people are out here wishing and paying or praying that they had the lips that me and me and say are both very full blessed. so yes we, we are blessed in the, in the lips department so um you know people are wishing that they have what we what we have but they can't but what is your one thing that you like um, about being black my crown okay um like you said well for years i have been called nappy head african booty scratcher um I've even had someone like literally make me feel bad about having thick, kinky hair. Um, it took me a while to embrace it, even though sometimes it's hard to maintain. But I love my hair, everything about me. Um, I love my kids have my hair and I love their curls and their, you know. Um, but it's sad that just recently it's becoming like, uh, you know something that because you know we're not allowed a lot of us are not a, allowed to wear our hair our natural hair in, our in this natural state right in our in this natural state so in july new york only new york and california passed the crown creating a respectful and opened workplace the crown act it's um marking in the first time in the u.s history that discrimination against natural hair can you can you imagine really Against natural hair, hair that grows out of your head, and natural hairstyles would be banned. So, most specifically, the law covers traits historically associated with ethnicity. Oh, I cannot get that word right. But um, listen, I want you guys to your kids let them embrace their beautiful kinky curly hair. There is nothing wrong with having kinky curly hair. Now, if you want to change it up, listen, we are black and beautiful. We can do that. We are versatile. We're versatile. Yeah. <laughs> so we can change it up. But don't change it up because someone else tells you that you have to. Okay? So I that's my one thing. My black, beautiful, kinky, curly crown. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So um, moving into our closing segment, we are going to leave you all with some soul food. And so for today's soul food, it's never too late to become a better version of yourself. So we want to thank you all for listening to the Controversial Black Girl Podcast. I hope you all stay safe. You stay healthy. You stay blessed. Make sure if you haven't, you like our Facebook page. You subscribe, you share. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Hey, so a lot of you have been reaching out to me and asking me how I achieve my wonderful sun-kissed glow. And I'll go ahead and let you in on a little secret. I have been using this new product line called Sunkiss Naturals. All products are handmade with 100% natural and organic ingredients. And my favorite is the Caribbean scrub. So run over to the sunkissnaturals.com and order the Caribbean scrub. She also has um, lip scrubs, soaps, and body butters. So once again, run over to the sunkissnaturals.com and pick some up.